Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Happy summer! This is episode number 152 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is Attributes That Belong Only to God. Here I am on this beautiful summer day in the quietness of my own backyard with the beauty of the foliage and birds singing. It is peaceful and awe-inspiring at the same time as I observe the wondrous creation of our God all around me. My heart is filled to overflowing with gratitude to our God's love, mercy, and grace. I wish you were sitting here with me. It's, you would just enjoy it. But anyway, let's move on to our topic for this month, which is attributes that belong only to God. By attributes, we basically mean character. So we will look at a few characteristics that only God possesses this month. Being made in the image of God, we do share some of his characteristics, such as loving, holy, good, just, merciful, patient, faithful, yet Only he has such attributes as being triune, transcendent, infinite, eternal, creator, omnipotent, omnipresent, sovereign, immutable, and omniscient. Only what God has chosen to reveal of himself can even be known. We know in Deuteronomy chapter 29, Verse 29, it says, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may follow all the words of this law. I am recording this ahead of time, and the day when you listen to this, I will be at my niece's wedding. She will be united with her love as we the family gather around them to celebrate their union. So these two great individuals are going to become one. Today, I'd like for us to focus on an attribute of God. And the attribute of God that I'd like to focus on is that he is triune. Now, triune means consisting of three in one. My niece and her husband are going to become one, but God consists of three in one. God is one in being while existing as three co-equal, co-eternal persons, namely God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. 
And the Bible confirms that there is but one God. In Isaiah chapter 43, verse 10, it says, You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me no God was formed, nor shall there be any after me. The Bible teaches the deity of the Father. In Romans chapter 1 verse 7 it says to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father. So it goes on and it says that. It also teaches the deity of the Son. In John chapter 1 verse 1 to 3 it says in the beginning was the Word, talking about Jesus, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning. See, he is making reference to Jesus. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. The Bible also teaches the deity of the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 5, verse 3 to 4, it says, But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your disposal? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to man, but to God. So here we see that Peter is saying that when you lied in regards to the Holy Spirit, you didn't lie to man, you lied to God. So all three are described as deity, yet all three are persons that are distinct from one another. We know in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, it says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And then in Romans chapter 15, verse 30, it says, I appeal to you, brothers, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to strive together with me in your prayers to God, on my behalf. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14 says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So see, even though they're one and they're triune, they are three distinct individuals. So while it is true that the word Trinity is not found in the Bible, the concept most certainly is. I do want to point out the fact that there exist three divine persons is not teaching that they are three separate gods. All three persons of the one triune God possesses all the attributes of deity, so they are truly divine in nature, yet eternally distinct from one another. And all three play an important part in the salvation of man. God the Father is the one whom we transgressed against. And he is the one that must pass judgment on all sin. And yet, because of his love, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, down to earth to become 
like we are in the form of man, that he may live that perfect life, that he can take our place and take our sin penalty and die in our place, representing all mankind, so that he met all the requirements of God the Father. So God the Father, in his love, having to deal with sin, sent his Son, the other part of the Trinity, the triune God, to come down and to pay our sin debt and our penalty so that he would meet all the requirements so that we as human and mankind can be reconciled back to God the Father. And then the Holy Spirit, the other part of the triune God, now abides in each person who receives the work that Jesus did on the cross on their behalf. And the Holy Spirit comes and abides in us and helps us to live that holy and righteous life that God intended from the beginning. So all three, one God, triune, three, but yet separately and distinct from one another. And I know this may be hard to comprehend, but I hope that you will come on our website and take some of our courses and continue to listen to our podcasts so that you can continue to get an understanding of what it is to understand our triune God. So stay with me this month to reflect upon another attribute of our marvelous God. And until next time, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.